From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, November 21st, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A 51-year-old Cleveland firefighter was killed by a hit-and-run driver Saturday evening. ONN's Tracy Townsend has details. In Cleveland, a firefighter has died after being hit by a vehicle on I-90. Firefighter Johnny Tetrick served the Cleveland Division of Fire for more than 27 years. This happened at around 8.15 while crews were helping with a rollover crash. The driver went around the emergency vehicles and hit him, then left the scene. Cleveland police have arrested that driver. Governor Mike DeWine has ordered the state house flags to be flown at half-staff until Tetrick's funeral. I'm Tracy Townsend. In south-central Ohio, a vigil was held in Chillicothe last night for a sheriff's sergeant who remains in critical condition following a shooting on Thursday. ONN's Ashley Bornanson has more. A bullet remains in Sergeant Eric Cochran's body after a suspect approached the back door to the Ross County Sheriff's Office Thursday, pulling a gun and firing shots at Cochran, who returned fire. An act law enforcement says saved lives. He stood strong. He didn't let nobody come into this office and harm anybody else at that back door. You just don't think it's going to happen at your back door, literally at your back door. Ashley Bornanson in Columbus. Fires at two different apartment complexes in Elyria yesterday claimed the lives of two men and injured another person. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Elyria firefighters responded to reports of a fire and heavy smoke just before 3 a.m. yesterday at the Sherwood Forest Apartments. While evacuating the building, they found a 53-year-old man in a bedroom who was pronounced dead at the scene. The second fire happened yesterday afternoon at the Meadows apartment complex, where a 70-year-old man was found unresponsive. He died later at the hospital. Both fires are under investigation. Angela Ann, ONN News. Closing arguments are scheduled for next Monday in the trial of a man charged in the 2016 murders of eight members of another family in southern Ohio. The prosecution and defense rested their cases Friday in the trial of 31-year-old George Wagner IV. He testified he had no knowledge of a plot to kill seven members of the Roden family and one future member of that family. His brother and mother have pleaded guilty to involvement in the case and testified for the prosecution. His father is awaiting trial. A Northwestern Ohio man who was given a new trial for his role in a triple homicide has been released from prison as part of a plea bargain. ONN's Eric Brown has more. 43-year-old Stoney Thompson was originally sentenced to three consecutive life terms in connection with the stabbing deaths of three men in Toledo in October 2006. However, an appeals court ordered a new trial in July because prosecutors withheld evidence. Last week, Thompson made a deal with prosecutors to enter Alford pleas to involuntary manslaughter for the deaths. He was sentenced to 18 years in prison with 16 years served. The judge also ordered Thompson's release, but ordered him to remain on probation for the last two years of his sentence. Eric Brown, ONN News. Today's votes by the two biggest railroad unions follow the decision by three others to reject deals with the railroads. Seven other smaller unions have approved the five-year deals that include 24% raises and $5,000 in bonuses, but all 12 must approve the contracts to prevent a strike. NASA's Orion capsule, which underwent extensive testing in the Sandusky area, has reached the moon whipping around the far side and passing within about 80 miles. ONN's Dave James reports. A close approach occurred today as the crew capsule and its three test dummies were on the far side of the moon. It's the first time a capsule has visited the moon since the Apollo program 50 years ago. Orion blasted off last Wednesday from Florida's Kennedy Space Center on a three-week flight. 
Testing on the capsule was conducted at NASA's Neil Armstrong Test Facility in Sandusky. It'll return there for more testing after the mission. Dave James, LNN News. The Ohio Restaurant Association says a third of its members report they've had to increase prices on their menus by at least 15 percent. ONN's Michael Sandlin in Toledo has more. 54 percent of the Ohio Restaurant Association's respondents say they're uncertain about the success of their business. And 16 percent are not confident their business will succeed through 2022. Dale's Bar and Grill in Maumee. Owner Bill Anderson says it's all they can do to fight rising costs caused by inflation, estimating they're likely off 50 percent in their gross margins for the year. If they continue, I'm going to have to raise prices more. But you're always afraid to raise prices because you don't know if people might just stay home, go somewhere else. And gosh, I'm really sensitive to that. I'm Michael Sand. Ohio State struggled a bit against Maryland on Saturday before winning by 13, but the game is coming up with the stakes as high as they've ever been. Saturday's game will be the 118th meeting between Ohio State and Michigan, but the Buckeyes are looking for revenge after going down to the team up north last year. Buckeye head coach Ryan Day. Yeah, you can see it. You know, they, they got their look in the eye. They know what's next. Saturday's game is scheduled for noon at the Shoe in Columbus. And the letter M is forbidden this week on Ohio State's campus. ONN's Tino Ramos explains. They're very secretive about getting these X's up over the M's. But I can tell you what, even though the game isn't until Saturday, fans here are already engaged in this whole atmosphere. And the tradition lives on here because this is the beginning of it. Just take a look at any sign on campus and you'll see the work is being done, that those M's are being X'd out. That secret society of students and volunteers began their annual tradition as soon as Saturday's game with Maryland was over on the OSU campus. Tino Ramos. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.